0: From LA Studios, this is How to LA. I'm Brian De Los Santos. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know we love a good trip around town.
2: If it went south on this street, then it will probably go north on this street when it turns around.
1: You know what is crazy? I'm looking at that map right there, and my head hurts.
0: Well, today, we've got a little bit of that urban exploration for you.
1: On a bus, it's like I'm free to look around. You know, I'm free to people watch.
0: And we're doing it on the bus.
1: The last time I rode a bus was like two years ago. When I first moved out here, I rode the bus to get my hair done.
0: How to LA's Erica Washington took us on her second ever LA bus trip, going from the middle of Silver Lake to downtown near Grand Central Market.
1: And today I have us here with Eric Brightwell.
2: I've been car free for 13 years. I had a car at first, like most Angelinos. I drove out here in a car and then it got totaled and then I was like, I don't need that anymore. These
0: days, Eric's a big transit stan and he's a hobbyist cartographer. So today, he's gonna be Mr. Bus. I'll be honest, I used to take the bus a lot growing up in LA. The OGs will remember the paper bus transfers and even longer waiting times. But really, I kind of thought my bus days were behind me. But every time I do take the bus, I'm reminded how convenient, safe, and even fun it can be. So whether you're a diehard public transit stan, or if you're just a little transit curious, hop on board and let's learn a little bit more about what makes LA the city of the bus. So Erica, what made you interested in taking the bus today?
1: I want to use it to save money.
0: Okay, well then why haven't you been using it?
1: Okay, I haven't been using it because it's so convenient to just hop in my car and go wherever I need to go, right? But, I know I need to save money right now, okay? And also, it's good for the environment, and also to see the city.
0: And we should add, yes? Gas prices are coming down around LA, but the average is still about $4.50 a gallon. And that adds up if you're driving all over town.
2: So we're going to take the four bus downtown from like this.
0: Eric, in his capacity as Mr. Bus, is showing us a great example of taking the bus to the neighborhood where Erica lives.
2: From here at the Sunset Triangle Plaza, which is a plaza that got created 10 years ago by just removing nine parking spaces and then now it's like the downtown of silver lake so the bus schedule like are we running late are we running early what's up actually so the four bus is nice because it comes pretty often so i'm checking my transit app and it says it's coming right now in 10 minutes and in 21 minutes
1: so the first thing eric does is walk us through the tap app it lets you pay by tapping your smartphone if you don't carry your dollar and 75 cents in cash.
0: So I am, uh, okay, so I am adding money to my tap card in the app. Um, I don't know, what do we need? $10 today? $5? $5 is
1: enough, yeah. Oh, okay,
0: cute. You can do Apple Pay directly.
1: I came prepared. I've got my app loaded up with money already, but Eric's showing Brian how it's done.
2: One of the things that's worth mentioning is that TapCard, you know, there's 88 cities in Los Angeles County. Most of them have their own transit agencies. They used to not all use TapCard. They pretty much all do now, as far as I know. It just makes it seamless to be able to switch from Metrolink to Metro to Foothill Transit to Pasadena Transit, whatever.
1: And can you tell us why it's so important to take the bus? I mean...
2: It's not my identity to me, like a cyclist or a walker or a bus rider or a train rider. It's just, I just want to get around in a way that makes the most sense to me. You know, partly I just think mass transit feels like the way to get around. Like, it's far from perfect, but it's also good for the environment. It's good for the city. It cuts down on sprawl. If you don't have a city built around surface parking lots like we're standing in, you know? it makes it a more walkable place and not have so much car centricity. So anything that we can do to get away from cars in cities, I feel like is a good thing. Are you the lonely bunch
0: of your group of friends who like is passionate about mass transit?
2: Or are you like in a group of friends where everyone does it? Well, I'm definitely not in a group of friends where everyone uses mass transit, but I'm also vegetarian and I use the same strategy of trying to be like it's not that hard. I, I try not to preach about it too much, unless I've already got someone on the hook and I'm trying to reel them in. <laughs> because people have a reason to drive because the bus system isn't perfect, they don't feel safe. You know, it, it it is built to be convenient for cars, but then it's like, sometimes I'll show up at a place and I get there first because everyone's looking for parking and they're like, I can't take the bus, it takes too long. And I'm like, hmm, okay, just think about that.
1: <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> two friends
0: to okay. um, kind of influence today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a the bus! Okay. Yep, I'm that's it. LA. Broadway. And here's the you mm-hmm. know what I'm surprised by? Yeah. This bus is kind of clean. It's clean. It's pretty yeah. clean. Yeah. It's not crowded. It's, not, it's actually not crowded, yeah. The bus looks new. It looks newer. Um, I'm actually impressed.
2: You know, you can see there's cameras. There's a screen that shows what the cameras are recording. So a lot of people, I hear a lot of concerns about safety and stuff, but you know, it's, I don't know, it feels pretty safe to me. I'm also a big guy. For me, I'm a speedy driver, I'm
0: impatient. But, so I lived in DC for a little bit. It was so transformational to be able to just get on the, uh, on the metro, like the subway, um, and just go wherever I wanted from work to home to the party. And that for me just felt like, I feel like a city girl, you know, like I was like living in the city.
2: Here it just feels like I have to drive. You mentioned the impatience of waiting for the bus. I'm very impatient too. I have a really hard time sitting still, but I also feel like that's all that driving is in a city, is just waiting for lights, waiting for parking spots to open up. So I, I feel the impatience way more in a car than I do on a bus. And if I am waiting for the bus, I'll just start walking in that direction so I can keep moving. I'm like, I'm going that way anyway. One thing that I love about the bus is that you can drink and not drive because If you don't walk to the bar that's closest to you, then you're drinking and driving, even if you're not drunk. But now I'm of the opinion, like, bars shouldn't have parking lots. They should have beer gardens outside.
1: (laughs) So can you tell me, like, what have you learned by taking the bus? Like, what are we seeing? What's interesting?
2: I mean, just from a history standpoint, we're going through this cut in this hill right now between Silver Lake and Echo Park cut for the ostrich farm railway that went from downtown to Griffith Park when there was an ostrich farm there. Oh
1: my God, what is that building right there? This? Up up on top, on the hill. Oh, the Ukrainian church. There's a
2: Ukrainian Orthodox church up there, yeah. And this used to be a Vietnamese Chinese market that's now getting turned into a food hall.
1: I love how every building I point out, you have all the facts of that building. Maybe.
2: You definitely notice that kind of thing more if, if you're just like riding in a bus or on a bike. Just like you're looking at it and it awakens your curiosity and you're like, what is up with that tower over there? That's Tech's restaurant founded in the 20s in what used to be Frenchtown, which was obliterated by the 101 freeway. But Frenchtown is where Philippe started too. So there used to be a little French enclave and then it became freeway off-ramp. And then it moved over here.
1: One thing I love noticing is the murals that I've never noticed before, right? I don't think I've ever noticed this.
2: That's that's Cache. He's a Guatemalan vegan artist. He always has chicken motifs in his street art. It's very extensive, the bus network here. I think um, that is its biggest thing and it's affordable. But it could still be, you know, it could come more often and it could be faster those would be what i would love to see change also i just think that like the amenities at the stops and the train stations are severely lacking if you go to any like east asian city in like taiwan or korea or japan at least i can say from personal experience there's waiting rooms for women there's like feeding stations and self-cleaning restrooms at every station and vending machines and restaurants and bakeries cafes art galleries like We don't even, we have a signpost usually, you know, that tells you where it is. And then sometimes you get a bench. We just need more infrastructure for people.
1: We've been traveling along Sunset, past El Pueblo, past Chinatown. But the team is getting hungry. Now we're looking for somewhere to get off and get something to eat.
2: We can, we're at Grand Central, we can get off.
1: And get a, get a, get a bite to eat real quick. Should we do the stop? So it took 14 minutes to drive to Silver Lake, and it took 19 minutes to come from Silver Lake to downtown. And there's my place. You live here? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my place.
0: All right, we're going to take a quick break while we grab our lunch, and when we're back, Erica tries to lead us back to Silver Lake. Stick around.
2: Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Pindarvis Harshaw, host of the Right Nowish podcast. Every week, I talk to the people who are creating art and culture and spreading it to the universe.
1: As an artist, you always meet yourself. Every year, you're a different person. Essentially, we normalize a space where you can show up as your authentic self. Check out Right Nowish
2: rooted in California's Bay Area, speaking to you.
1: It's so many people of color, so many queer people. It's like I'm being celebrated in my fullness.
2: Available wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Welcome back to How to L.A.
1: Are we lost? There's so many lines.
0: Now that we made it downtown, we want to test if we are bus pros like Eric.
1: You know what is crazy? I'm looking at that map right there and my head hurts.
0: At least enough to know where we're going
1: know what street to be on. So it almost always goes back on the same way it came down, which I guess it does not always. So that
2: is something to check.
1: It makes me feel like like this city is so much bigger than what I thought it was. Even though it is Los Angeles, it's like Erica, duh. But it's like when you're from here, you know, you stay in your part. But I think taking the bus system, it's like, whoa, I got to navigate this. Oh, there he is. Yes, we found it. Eventually, that was a little walk. While we're waiting here for the bus, I have some more transit questions for Eric. Because like we mentioned earlier, Eric's other hobby is cartography. He draws maps of all his favorite neighborhoods throughout Los Angeles. Let me tell you something, Eric. (laughs) I use Google Maps for everything. (laughs) I over rely on it to the point where I don't even know where I'm going half the time. So what tips would you give for someone who is like me, always uses Google Maps, needs to get out and explore at Los Angeles? I guess, I mean, the reason
2: I make maps isn't to understand buses better or vice versa, but to me, drawing maps of neighborhoods and stuff, it almost feels like taking notes in college where if you write down your notes, you know, you remember it better than if you just record a professor talking. So if you just listen to a GPS, I feel like you have, it's a lot harder to have a sense where anything is. But if I'm drawing it, I know that's like a weird way of doing it and I don't know anyone else that draws maps, but for me at least then I'm like oh okay that's next to this that's next to that like it helps me with my spatial awareness and awareness of like where everything is in relation to everything else. One of my favorite things to do honestly if you just figure out where the bus goes without a transfer from the closest bus stop to your house that's something I always tell like my friends that visit to do because it's like from my Place in Silver Lake, it's like, oh, you get on here, you can go all the way to Burbank, you can go to Glendale, you can go to the Americana, you can go to Dentai Fung, you can go downtown, and all you have to do is just walk two blocks, sit down, pay $1.75, and then you'll be able to see all this stuff on that
1: line. Now we're on the bus again, headed back to Silver Lake. We sit down next to a woman who's riding with a young child. Can you tell us your first and last name? My name is Tanya Bryant. We asked Tanya how long she's been riding the bus here in L.A. Uh, for a while. (laughs) I don't know exactly when, but I've been riding for a long time. Do you use it for work or do you use it for recreation? Um, I use it for like when I have to go to places that I've never been, and then I use it for work. Why should more people take the bus? It's more cheaper, more convenient. You know, it's better than driving a car that you got to pay for gas. (laughs)
2: I'm going to go on a little rant. (laughs) The reason people don't want to walk more is because everything's spread out. And it's all spread out because of surface parking lots. The reason they don't want to ride their bikes more is because they don't feel safe because of cars. The reason people don't like driving is because there's too much traffic because of cars. The reason people don't want to take the bus is because the bus is too slow because there's too many cars in the way. So, like, everyone is united in their hatred of cars and then everyone drives. They're just like, why, why can't we do this differently? And it's like, well, because... It takes political will more than it takes money to just say, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lanes on this road. Maybe, if you took three of those and made them dedicated bus lanes, this bus would be a lot faster, and you'd still have what four lanes left for cars and bikes.
1: Eric says the other benefit to more buses and less cars and parking lots is actually more affordable housing.
2: The the cost of building parking is crazy, and. You know, we have parking minimums. You can't make free housing for empty cars and also affordable housing for people at the same time. If you build everything around providing cars with a home, there's there's no no space for people with a home.
1: I will say one thing that I liked about taking a bus. I did notice things I have never noticed before. Because in my car, I'm focused on my driving and other people's driving. You know, you gotta watch out for everybody but on a bus it's like I'm free to look around. You know, I'm free to people watch. I'm free to look at all the murals that the city has to offer. And they're so god dang on beautiful, you know? And then plus I get to save up on gas, which like I said I definitely we'll need to. I think I'm actually going to start taking the train to work. and the bus, bus and train right, to we'll work. See you America. We'll see yeah, what's up. Yeah. Check with me in a couple of months and you'll see.
0: Alrighty y'all, we are officially back in Silver Lake, which means it's time to get in our cars and drive home. Look, I know, I know, but it's still a learning process, right? Believe me, I know it's hard to let go of the car, especially in LA, but like Eric says, you probably have a bus stop within a five minute walk wherever you live. Try hopping on and see where it takes you. Who knows it might save you some driving headaches or even introduce you to your next favorite local hang also if you're bus curious erica has a whole guide on how to write it from how to find the bus stop you need to where to get your tap card check it out at las.com there's also a place in her story where you can leave a comment about your experiences with la's bus system Thanks for listening. And remember, every day is a good day to love LA. This episode was produced by Evan Jacoby. Our other team members include Victoria Alejandro, Megan Botell, Monica Bushman, and Erica Washington. Tony Morales is our intern. Hazmik Pagosian is our engineer. Megan Larson is our executive producer. And I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to
2: live.
1: The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism.